Hey. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I should uh should probably check in. <laughs> it's been a while. Hey, how you been? It's uh that was a nice long set, eh? Uh it's nice when you can just uh sit back and listen to something, right? Uh that was all over the road. Um I gotta say um you know, I get certain vibes when I'm when I'm doing <laughs> when I'm doing sets and and uh sometimes I don't always share that. But um I I had a pretty good vibe tonight for that first set. Yep. Yep, I'm gonna stand behind everyone <laughs> every one of those ones. Uh all you comment uh section uh no there is none. Hey, this is uh Bug House Square. It's something that uh we do every Tuesday from six to eight. Although during this uh this COVID situation, uh, uh, things are, are altered a bit. Um, I'm back at home for a while, um, just letting things chill out. I got a lot of elderly folk around, and, uh, you know, I, it's trying to <laughs> just trying to minimize my impact, that's all. Uh, that's all we can do. Hey, it's uh, if you're listening to this, um, I'm pre-recording this before... Uh, to be played, uh, which would be election night. So um, hopefully you have, uh, by the time you're listening to this, you have already voted. And uh, maybe there's a uh, uh, already some determination when you listen to this. And maybe this is like, <laughs> this is like the last like archive that they, <laughs> they solve you know like a million years from now it's like after this this was just before the total devastation um yeah bug house square we were there <laughs> and it's mutiny radio at a quarter 21st in florida in a beautiful mission it's beautiful there it's always flattened it's sometimes sunny the uh the times are changing <laughs> they, they're uh we're we're, we're uh, uh falling back so it's getting darker quicker. Um, it is. So I uh, again I I I I love the the uh, my time slot there Tuesdays. I like the I like the six to eight because it really uh, it um, it's right there on the on the um, equator of of uh, of the sun. So, you know, so now it's going to get dark. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's dark when I get there, and and uh, and it's always dark. But sometimes I can get there, and it's never dark. Isn't that weird? It's not weird, but isn't that beautiful? <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. It's just, I don't know. I miss, like, sitting on the corner of 21st in Florida. I really do. Um... There's still characters walking through there. Now I'm up here, man, in my uh, my ivory. It's not ivory at all. It's uh, like my pine uh, tree fort. Um, yeah, so uh, again, this would be election day if you're listening to this live or post-election. So hopefully we're all uh, maintaining somewhat uh, just decent behavior. Uh, cool heads. I mean, f all right. 
So I, I always, <laughs> it was like, it's like the president, the president has become uh, uh, more than it ought to be, frankly. Um, I think we got to work, and what I do to keep my sanity is to work tight and move out. You know, you get those around you, and then those, and those things intersect, and then they build, and that's the only thing. That's And that's it's kindness and fairness and uh, decency and um, uh, patience. A lot of patience because there's, this is a... It's a, it's, it, this isn't easy, man. This is like a, this is a very fragile and, um, you know, if you look at history, <laughs> the odds are not, you know, favorable, man, because of things change and they change always. So how, you know, so you can't, so you can't, well, you can, you can, you can go for the, you know, the same, but it's, it's, it's a, um, I don't want to say resistance, but it's like a reluctance more, you know, because it's, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can be a great thing. And it is a great thing, like, so many times. And it's such a, it's such a fraction that it's not. So I'm trying myself to um, to be... patient and curious and respectful of how people are and to try to look at all factors. <laughs> now, what is that? I mean, it's like, this is like, oh, man, he's considering all factors. What's up with this guy? No, but it's, it's man, you know, it's just, Everyone's living in their own fucking hell, right, in their head. So it's like there's, you know, <laughs> we just got to be decent to just like at a at a very, and it's not like you got to be at like a peak. You got to be at an A level. No, I mean, it's like you strive for that. You strive for that. But, you know, there's, but. You know, we all got to be getting over a C for this shit to work, right? If it's just like, you know, if it fails, it's just it's just a drag because that's the way it is. You know, the things they go, they get good, and then they fail, and it's like fucking miserable, and it fails, and it's like shit, and then it builds back up, and it's, you know, and it's all because of the same shit. The same shit. It's like... Patience and truth and fairness, and that's maybe we can 
sustain this, you know? Maybe we can sustain it and, and prolong it and do it, you know, and nurture it. All right. Let me grab these records. It was a long ass set. In fact, we'll probably like. <laughs> I'm like talking to the end. Uh, we had Roxy. All right, I'm just going to rifle through these. Roxy Music, uh, Both Ends Burning, uh, Spirit Morning Will Come. Uh, uh, <laughs> that song remains the same. Led Zeppelin, that was awesome. Uh, Beatles. Uh, Tomorrow Never Knows, that was two. War, uh, The World is a Ghetto, nice 10 minute though. that was fantastic. Doors, uh, L.A. Woman from uh, Riders on the Storm from L.A. Woman. Uh, Warren Zevon, we did uh, Werewolves of London, kind of cheesy, but I played it because uh, I like Warren Zevon. Uh, the Kinks, um, Sleepwalker. Sleepwalker, I just love that tune. That just uh, Buffy Saint Marie. We did the vampire, Buffy Saint Marie, uh, the psychedelic furs. We did uh, Sister Europe, Versay, uh, Versay, um, uh, the composer. We did. Uh, yeah, shit. All right, I didn't write that one down. Uh, Frank Zappa. Before that, we did uh, Zombie Wolf. Bruce Springsteen, Darkness on the Edge of Town. Uh, uh, um, PJ Harvey, we did uh, Dear Darkness. Rolling Stones. <laughs> the Rolling Stones, yes. Painted Black. Alice Cooper, Welcome to My Nightmare. Uh, Cream from the Disraeli Gears, we did uh, Strange Brew. And we opened up with David Bowie from the um, uh, uh, Diamond Dogs record, uh, the title cut, side one, uh, cut uh, one, intro and two. All right, I'm going to do like one thing. There's a segment we do here. It's called Rise from the Basement because uh, it's no lie. In the basement, we're miles apart. No surprise, going to rise from the basement. What it is, it's home record us any style, any genre. This is Tiger Beach. They're from Raleigh, North Carolina. And um, this, I guess this is like their title, their title cut. Um, oh, man. All right, hold on. <laughs> Yeah, I had to do that. Wow, that's that changed the way things sounded. But um, this is called Tiger Beach. If you dig this, look for them on Bandcamp. Tiger Beach. Um, let me do that. Um, I'm touching this. I kind of like this Bandcamp. I think it'll prime for me. Yes. Okay, Tiger Beach by Tiger Beach. That's the name of the record. This song is called uh, Such a Saint. And um, I'm hoping it goes like this. I'm, I'm, uh, you know. living the life that you live I'm glad you don't realize 
Thanks for doing what you got to do to do. This has been Bug Out Square. Thank you. If you could, uh, you know, if, if you come through the website, uh, we're always looking for dough uh, perpetually. I'm, I'm supposed to be uh, begging, and I am, and humbly, humbly. Uh, Thanks for, for uh, sticking around for this one. <laughs> Thank you, contributor. And uh, we will uh, talk to you next week.
Sing. Sounds good. Oh, hello. <laughs> it is 2 p.m. on Friday, uh, March 7th. We're starting at a Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. And March, March 6th. Oh, March 6th. All right. Uh, I don't know which day is it today. <laughs> That's a good sign. <laughs> um, and so this podcast is called Meet the Parents. Um, hello. Yeah, so we have some special guests in the house. I am your host, Bernice Yeah, from Seattle. And why not we start from my right and then Ralph first and then do a round of introduction. Yeah, hi, I'm Ralph Scar. Big fan of Mutiny Radio. Glad to be here in the booth with you all. And I uh, live here in San Francisco. Hi, I'm Lalita D. I live in the South Bay, but I'm originally from Amsterdam, the Netherlands, and then I also spend some years of my life in London, UK. Very nice. Um, Pam, do you want to go before me? Oh. I, I, I'm <laughs> sure, I, I'm Pam. I've never lived outside of California. <laughs> Pam is the one runs the Mutiny Radio. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's everybody knows yeah, Pam already. Mutiny yeah. Radio Comedy Festival <laughs> in 2020. Uh, meet the parents. Meet the parents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have, I believe, we have like two more guests might drop in when yeah, so they will come in. Uh, we will introduce them as they come in. Uh, my name is Bernice. Yeah, um, I live in Seattle, and um, I was born and raised in China. Um, I came here when I was twenty one. Um, so the uh, reason why I want to do this podcast is because uh, this uh, earlier, well, no, earlier last year, I brought my uh, boyfriend to meet my parents. Um, he is an American who have never been to China, so it's his first time. Um, and he doesn't speak Chinese other than knowing Ni Hao, right? <laughs> and so uh, there's just all kinds of like silly things that happen on the trip. So I just want to kind of stress through my story. And then like we got all the comments, that, hey, they have a lot of meeting the parents fun moments too. So I guess I started, but I want to kind of see ask everybody about uh, what type of meet the parents you want to talk about today? Anyone who wants to jump in, just yeah, go. Yeah, this is Ralph. I love meeting parents. <laughs> <laughs> How I've many parents have you met I've so far? Well, I'm not married, but I've, I've met a few in my day, and um, I look forward to it, uh, partly because I've always gotten a good response. Parents like me, and sometimes they like me more than their own kids. They don't love me more than their own kids. And I think there's a distinction. They you know, they'll always love their kid more than they'll love someone new. Yeah. But liking is different. I had one parent said, I like I love my kid, but I don't really like like her. <laughs> oh so yeah, 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 yeah. I love my parents. <laughs> I don't really like them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an interesting puzzle to figure out. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I'm, uh, I don't want to talk about meeting other people's parents, but about people meeting my parents. I have a ton of them. My father had a somewhat illustrious um, marriage record, and so there's a lot of people to meet. And then um, my father's uh, third wife's ex-husband married my father's second wife, and so we had lots of siblings that were both kind of step-siblings in lots of different ways. Uh, and that's always just been super interesting, bringing people home to meet my family because, you know, we end up having to draw them little um, kind of genealogies, the ancestry.com, but in a local <laughs> way, just to explain who they're meeting today. And, and uh, so lots of stories about that. Mm. 
So now our other two special guests has arrived. <laughs> so um, why not? Uh, so Andy, go ahead and start introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm uh, Andy Clark, and my I brought in a special guest, my girlfriend uh, Alex Smith, who's here with me. We'll talk about meeting each other's parents, mostly meeting uh, her parents. She's got an interesting family dynamic. <laughs> That's uh, really nice to get caught up in. Yeah, thanks for including me, even though Welcome. I'm not a comedian. I like to think I am. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I, I, I feel like all parents like me, and I might be a little, uh, I might have a big head about that as well, but I know how likable I am, and <laughs> um, I know that my family is loud and interrupts each other, and once I dated someone for about five years that never <laughs> said much to my family because he wasn't going to interrupt them so that didn't work out i'm trying to train andy now on how to get through how to break through to the noise yeah it's it's nice because i feel like i meet alex's parents for the first time every time i go over there because <laughs> they've never once asked me a single question it's <laughs> <laughs> cool. nice it's good you got a lot of practice a lot of a lot of takes at it that's awesome. That's awesome. Pam, do you want to? Yeah. Well, all parents hate me because uh, I'm a Marxist and I don't believe in the family anyway. So <laughs> Ooh, yeah. they, they're like, well, who is this crazy woman? Why are they? What is this socialist nonsense she's spouting? <laughs> so I'm usually like, they're like, oh, don't bring her back. And she drinks all the wine and spouts Marxism. <laughs> we don't want it. That's the kind of Marxism I like. You know, you we're against property, but when it comes to a good bottle of Sauv Blanc, we'll make allowances. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Rich people want. You don't want to own this, you know. Give it to me. Let me take that <laughs> off your hands. Yeah, I love capitalist wine. Yeah. That's Steal from thing. the rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. One at a time. <laughs> um, we have another special guest. Um, so, well, actually, I mentioned my boyfriend. Um, he's no longer my boyfriend. Um, he's my fiance now. So yes, so he's going to call in. I don't know about two twenty ish. So I guess we're going to talk about all this. He doesn't know what we're talking about. So maybe you can ask questions and see uh, his perspective. So maybe we'll talk about how long. Thing. How long have you been with him? Um, two, uh, now he's two and a half years. Two and a half years, that's a good amount of time. So you spoke really great English when you ma met him. Like, yeah, so it wasn't like the pillow dictionary kind of like, <laughs> 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 teach me all the words. Yeah, I used the other boyfriends for that. <laughs> 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 Not used, but you know. <laughs> I've gone through a few. <laughs> um, yes, so that's actually a good question because like the one of the first thing uh, my friends asked me is that oh my god like um, are you teaching him Chinese and uh, you know ask him are you nervous meeting the parents and I'm like no I'm not teaching him Chinese um, it's the best thing they don't speak the same language <laughs> at all <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just the translator right <laughs> and then so like nobody can offend anyone because uh, my mom is a very she's very charming charismatic and then she will like when you don't know what she's talking about you'll think she's so friendly <laughs> 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 but then she starts you like bam like oh yours why is he so short <laughs> so you know like it's nice to have me as a filter um <laughs> you do a lot of editing with your i parents? do yeah yes <laughs> and also because my parents they are like um 
Oh, sorry. Um, usually after three days, it, they drove me crazy. Like mm-hmm. I will just have a mental meltdown. Um, but because he's there, he's the center of attention. <laughs> that helps. Right. And I can talk shit about my mom in <laughs> front of her. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> this is an off-topic question, but for Bernice, do you dream in Chinese or English? Uh, I dream in English. Really? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. It has been that for a long time. But actually, I don't know how to date anyone um, in Chinese. One time, I dated a um, Taiwanese Chinese guy, and then his uh, native language is Mandarin. So we speak the same w- native language. But because I've never really dated people in Chinese, so I feel like a 12-year-old. <laughs> and it's so weird. I cannot say anything like romantic or sexy just <laughs> like yeah because i think s- it's the same here i couldn't i couldn't possibly date in dutch i've never dated in dutch my life's in english i dream uh-huh. in english but my partner is spanish speaking uh-huh. um and so i've been learning spanish because that's not an un- unuseful language yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially in this country and um I, and I, I just, you know, in order to communicate with her family and everything, it's it's good. But she's flatly refusing to learn Dutch. I mean, it's a thing between <laughs> us. I'm like, you know, could you like do one semester or something? And she's like, it's pointless language. It's a colonial language. Like she gives me all the politics. <laughs> like, well, Spanish is a colonial language, but then that doesn't, you know, that's somehow different. Um, and she's <laughs> just but, but does she love Faber? And Faber is she love Faber? She does, she n- does not. She does love not. Faber. But she loves Hema. Heyma the shop, you know, have you know Heyma? Because uh, you spend time in uh, Heyma is the, gr- the kind of the, the target of the Netherlands. Oh, it's uh, like okay. target, but better. I mean, it's just incredible. <laughs> so she loves Heyma. And in fact, I might have to say to her, if you really want to go to Heyma any, anymore, you'll have to learn a little bit of, of Dutch. De la Kerst. Uh, but <laughs> That's but the Fabo. Fabo is this delicious deep fried Dutch food. It's, it's the like automat, it's right? Like, yeah, it's like you put money in a little thingy and it's hot and fresh and you take it out and you don't even have to interact with anyone <laughs> and you're super stoned and you're like, this is looking crunchy. And it's like, it's like meat paste that's panko rolled and deep fried. And it's just like, ah, yeah, Fabo yum, is yum, the yum, best for munchies. I mean, now that all these places are legalizing marijuana, I feel Fabo is ne- needs to take its chance it's because, I mean, it's <laughs> nobody sober would dream of going to eat from a place like that it's, it's like but <laughs> when you're really need to eat like right now yeah. <laughs> it's oh my God. the best and I the food is the best that. it's yeah. like walking inside of a vending machine yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. you know what's my horoscope today is that you're going to brainstorm an idea with your friends that come like make money <gasps> here we are <laughs> I'm going to show you after. My s- I, I take a screenshot. I say, okay, I wonder what we're going to talk about today. Do you always take a screenshot of your horoscope? Only when I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you do the I Ching, you flip the coins. I don't know how to do that, but oh. I feel like if I even pretend to do it, people are going to bl- believe me, right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Pam, yeah. Pam, you've almost hit stereotype bingo. One more. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting the prize. <laughs> are, there any, are there any Filipinos? We could talk about lumpia. Well, I know like yeah, we one thing lumpia. about every culture. That's all I know. Like, <laughs> like Chinese people like to gamble. Like, <laughs> people from the Dutch like colonialism and We Fable. love colonialism <laughs> and, and Fable, but we also love lumpias, uh, reference colonialism. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, well, I uh, I guess so. What I'm thinking is I'm going to just jump in, share a little bit of mm, the trip things, and then you guys. I want to hear your story too. So feel free to just grab the mic and say, "Hey, I have something." Um. So the the funny part is because so um my 
fiance's name is Rich. It's pretty easy for any Americans, but it's a sound that most um, Chinese people just don't know how to pronounce, right? And my grandparents, like they're 80 years old, there's no way they just they say, "Come up with a Chinese name." So, <laughs> so we have to come up with a Chinese name for him. Um, and then so we have this brainstorm session. There's, I was like, well, "What? What do you want?" Like, so he said, "I want." Soft and hard, like gentle dagger. So <laughs> gentle dagger. <laughs> gentle. Why would you start calling me from now on, Alex? <laughs> so and of course, you know, like I'm going to take take the opportunity that no, you take my last name. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So he took my last name. So his uh, his Chinese name is Ye Rou Dao. That's the soft, like gentle dagger. I told my parents, my family, they said, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> 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 Nobody likes it. So they would say, okay, another round. What else means a lot to you? So, oh, like surfing, like the ocean, so maybe ocean wave. So then he's like, <laughs> your what? boyfriend just sounds, or your fiance sounds like such a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> Gentle <Well> dagger, <laughs> ocean wave. <laughs> well, when he calls in, you should tell him that. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're gonna make up some names. Romeo joins. Oh. Like we can make up. Concert. We can make some names. Fish right? concert, yeah. <laughs> 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 Smells weird. Okay. Patchouli uh, <laughs> musk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like I. I think he's a hipster, and he refused to think so. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> glad to hear some validation. The defining characteristic of a hipster: will <laughs> never admit that they are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. That's how you confess fully. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we come up with like ocean wave. So it's yeah, uh, hai tao. So then like yeah, it's not bad, right? Yeah. 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 So no. Th so basically, he doesn't have a name anymore. In <laughs> in China, he's hai tao to everybody. <laughs> what does what does your Chinese name mean? Oh, uh, so the the character is Jing, so it's Ye Jing, and then the specific character is uh, girls who are talented. I know that Alexandra. My name means helper of man, and I don't really like that one. Whoa, I did not know. It's like sweet if you think of it as mankind, but the feminist in me just cannot get behind. Man servant as yeah, my no, name. That, <laughs> that sounds fair. So I would take gentle dagger. I don't really know what that means, but I'll switch. Yeah, maybe I could have that name that your family doesn't like. Wrote <laughs> 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 down. I didn't know that your name meant uh, man servant. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't. Don't advertise that. Just don't mention it like on a radio show or anything. Yeah. Now the whole world will know. Yeah, thanks for letting me know because Alexandra is one of my favorite names for like girls. And I said, oh, if I have a daughter, I don't plan on having kids. But like if, if so, it will be Alexandra. It's a great mm. name for a make-believe kid, so mm. go for it. <laughs> I do feel most most of the kids in the world are born to people who did not plan to have that particular kid, so it's probably good to have a couple of names lined up, <laughs> just, <laughs> in just in case, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, but the funny thing is, like, the reason why my parents picked that name is they, I was born, they look at me, it's like, oh, she's not going to be beautiful, oh. so... <laughs> How can what? they tell that from a baby? <laughs> uh, because the thing is, I don't know. Okay, this is another thing really ridiculous for Chinese parents, right? They or always wish the baby had big eyes, <laughs> which is oh. funny. Like, so the Chinese were like obsessed with the double lid eyes. Mm -hmm. So they do like 
cosmetic surgery to have that. Uh-huh. And uh, for me, I was born, I was crying for like two days in a row. I have not opened my eyes. So, <laughs> 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 but no, I mean, they were telling me as like a joke. So it's not like they're so mean spirited, but they were like, yeah, she's not a cute baby, <laughs> but like, <laughs> hopefully she's smart and talented. <laughs> All babies are ugly. And people say they have a cute baby. No, they're not. Yeah. They're not. Their heads are pointy. Their eyes are closed. They're all red and blotchy. Meet the babies. Pissing themselves. Yeah. yeah that's, a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Meet the babies. Meet the babies. <laughs> oh, the, you nice mammal. Like <laughs> <laughs> you, you helpless thing. Yikes. Yeah. I do feel like all babies look alike. It's so hard for me to like tell babies apart. I don't understand how nurses do it. I, I don't get that like when you're in the workplace or another kind of gathering, whatever that is, and somebody's had a baby and like, oh, did they send a picture? And I'm always like, just Google new baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> what it looks like. Terrible stuff. So now I have a question for everyone. Okay, so uh, tell me the first moment when you meet a parent or, you know, when you bring your partner and they meet a parent, what was the first moment you remembered? Or, like, what happened? <laughs> Just the first three or four times, Alex's parents are divorced, so the first three or four times I met her mom and her stepdad, I just remember that at the end of every dinner or family gathering, her mom would give me a book on how to make more money. Just different. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's like two years into our relationship (laughs) that she felt comfortable. But yeah, definitely a weird move for her to make. I just remember your dad looking at just not saying anything the whole time, which is really typical of his character. It's still what he does. So. And then I just got asked a lot of questions and nobody else talked the whole time, which is fine because I like the attention. So (laughs) (laughs) it's fine. Yeah, they're complete 180s because Alex's family will just like talk at you. And then my family will just sit quietly. They're like from the Midwest, from from Missouri. Some of them, they just stare at you and just ask you probably 200 questions, just catalog (laughs) it in their mind. It was very different experiences. Like writing a Tinder profile, but they're in the room. (laughs) Not to mention, they just really liked my sister's boyfriend, like who's no longer in the picture, but still hangs out with my parents. So that's what we're working against. (laughs) Or four. I I liked having Angel there because it really took the pressure off me to talk to them. It's like, all right, Angel, you go out there, talk about flying with them. He still flies with her stepdad, so yeah, it's weird. So why, oh, yeah, why your sisters, like, what's so special about him? Uh, he's a people pleaser. I don't know. Wha- he, like, helps a lot. Not to make Andy look bad. He be called Alexandra. Not to make Andy look bad, but he's just, he's an overachiever, and we're all like, okay, you you go be the perfect son they never had, and we'll be over here in our <laughs> imperfect selves and be fine with it. He's in there doing dishes with your mom, talking about, uh, the Bachelor or some shit. Yeah. Like being all friendly. Yeah. And I honestly, Andy, my parents like you too. You just, um, <laughs> w- I hang out with your parents. <laughs> I think I hang out with your parents more and my mom gets jealous. I have always like, my mom's like, oh, you went to your dad's? Oh, you went to Andy's parents? Well, what about us? And it's always like, I'm trying to please them all and it's hard. Definitely a, definitely a jealousy dynamic going on with <laughs> Alex's family. So that's really pleasant to get involved with, you know? 
I think they're fine, right? <laughs> they're overall fine. Like it could be so much worse. The book thing was weird. The book thing was. Yeah, th- yeah, they're cool. They're nice. They're nice people. My family just love to drag out the embarrassing stories about me, of Ooh. which there are many. Mm. Um, now you're gonna ask me to tell you one. I can't remember uh, <laughs> right now off the top of my head sure, because maybe sure. somebody else is talking. <laughs> I might think of one, or maybe not. Uh, and that just. <laughs> I was thinking, how do you think that makes you look? Like you're meeting my new person for the first time and you're being mean about me. Do you really gonna think that you know, they're gonna think you're funny? Like it's, yeah. you know, you show yourself in a bad light. That's not at all how it works. <laughs> they think they're funny and that I was super embarrassing. Like, wow, you were embarrassing as a kid. I can totally <laughs> see that. You're still actually, you're still embarrassing now. It's nice to meet, be with other people who also know how embarrassing you are. <laughs> see, that's why I can do editing, it's great. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, much, it's much better. And it's, it's um, yeah, I mean, of course we can talk Dutch and then, you know, the, the partner wouldn't understand, but yeah, that would be very rude, but um, Spanish is, you know, my, my partner and I can speak Spanish, but my sister is, is had did a study abroad in Madrid, so she's fluent in Spanish. Mm. She went to study Spanish. Yeah, it's really annoying. We don't have a language that we can secretly speak. <laughs> and and especially when we're here in the States. Like, if you want to gossip about someone, on, you know, then we don't have a language because we're Spanish. You're not going to risk that in yeah. the United States. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, joining and us on the phone. I'm always like, oh. if only you knew Dutch. <laughs> uh, joining us on the phone is Rich. We know that he does not know Chinese. Hey, Rich, how you doing? Hi, how are you? All right. Hey. Oh, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you, uh, the, uh, our two guests, Andy uh, and Alexandra, won't be able to hear you because they don't have their headphones, but everyone else can. Woo! Hey, Rich, Great. how you doing? Ni hao, okay, Rich. How are you? Ni hao. Yay! Ooh. Look at us. Look at <laughs> <laughs> Fluent. Fluent and perfect tone, too. Yeah. Right. So, uh, how long how long can we have you today? Um, well, I guess as long as you need to. Wow. Oh, good. Yeah, as long as I miss the game. Well, so uh, I think I gave a, a very high level scoop of uh, the situation um, of uh-huh. you coming to. Well, by the way, that was uh, Wuhan, but was just like a year ago, so like little safer. Um, <laughs> and then also told them you have your Chinese name is Hai Tao. <laughs> and so I guess yeah, guests in the room, do you have like any questions for Rich? Uh how how much time did you have no idea what anybody was saying when you were in China? Was it uh B- Bernice was the only person that you spoke to in English or what was it just all was it weird being immersed in another language and Um yeah, I mean I would say 90% of the time I was not uh, <laughs> understanding what was being talked about, but uh, Bernice did a great job of translating for me. Um, I will say how much just experiencing things with people and having some nonverbal communication, how powerful that is, because uh, we were able to laugh at things and have experiences together without me knowing every word that was, that was happening. So, you know, it, it's not as challenging as you might think. Bernice did share with us while you were not listening that she edits everything and actually <laughs> her parents don't like you at all. You're misreading <laughs> that body language thing. She just, you know, she fluffs it up a little just to make you feel better. <laughs> Sorry, Bernice, she don't not have said that. <laughs> and it's yeah. a bunch of comedians here, babe, so like. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, why are you, uh, you're calling in from Seattle. How's Mr. Butters? Uh, he's good. I'm working from home today because of the coronavirus. Oh. And, uh, um, he's been in my lap all day on all my conference calls, so. Cool. 
Mr. Butters is our cat. Thank you so <laughs> much for <laughs> clarifying <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had the opportunity to spend time with this fantastic feline. Uh, I love all cats, but he's a great cat. Mm, he <laughs> he's a nice buddy. Did he touch your face? Oh, yeah. He was <laughs> hanging out all the time, jumping up and like getting all ins. Yeah, he was asking for attention. I was, yeah, I was all like about it. <laughs> yeah, I love Guess cats. Guess what, cats? No coronavirus. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> really? You can have a cat spit science. in your mouth and you're fine. They can lick you all over. <laughs> uh, it's weird in here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Things get weird. W what was the scariest, th or was there anything scary <laughs> about meeting Bernice's parents? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say scary. I would say it was a... Uh, it was an intimidating situation because we had been together for a while. I was prepared to propose, so Ooh. I had a ring in my pocket the whole time. Oh. Um, so th the added sort of anxiety of meeting the parents and also being in another country and not speaking the language and all those things. Um, I think going into it, maybe I had a little bit of anxiety, but I, I think as soon as I met them, I would definitely put it at ease. By the way, I have no idea that that was going to happen. Um, yeah, so because, like, I mean, we talk about getting married in the future. I just feel like that time, there's so much stuff going on. So there's no way he can find time to even think about this. Um, but then the thing is, before we went, um, my parents, I, my mom actually called me. He's like, you know, your grandparents are getting so old. They ask, <laughs> they ask about you every day. Can you just tell them? Like, they don't even remember things. Just tell them <laughs> you're married already. <laughs> Just tell them you're married already. And I was very upset. I said, no, but what if I, I will get married later, right? Like, then I cannot even have a wedding and all that <laughs> stuff. And so I negotiated with my mom. It's like, okay, I'm going to tell grandma that we're engaged. But don't tell anyone else. Um, and then we showed up. Then my mom's like, yeah, they're engaged. Yeah. And everybody's like, congratulations. <laughs> Luckily, that was in Chinese, right? So Rich, oh. <laughs> yeah. So Rich was just doing the cheers with everybody, and I'm like, oh, I was like very, very annoyed, and I have to complain to Rich. And I guess that time, if he knew what he's going on in his head, probably he's less annoyed. But I was pissed off the whole time. But it's kind of a lovely scenario because then you know your whole family could be like cheers, and then he could pull out the ring that he apparently had in his pocket the whole time <laughs> and reenact the moment oh, yeah. that. Has already <laughs> happened. <laughs> 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 exactly. So, did Rich? Did you try and? Um, ha I don't know if that's a custom in China or not to ask for the parents' permission or something, because that would be no, hard to do without Bernice's translation, because she would find yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that awkward, and I was I was less concerned with you know the permission as I was. I just wanted to get to know them and meet them first, um, and I'm glad that it went well. <laughs> Despite, despite what Bernice might have said, it seems like we got along pretty well. I was uh, just kidding. We're comedians. <laughs> <laughs> they love you. They love you. <laughs> they love you. <laughs> yes. As the non-comedian in the room, she didn't say they hated you at all or whatever. You were kind of harsh in your summary. <laughs> She did say you were a hipster, though, Rich. That's right. Yeah, we're uh, all agreed. I, I think that's a mischaracterization. We <laughs> <laughs> oh, covered that already, too. <laughs> Are you drinking matcha tea through straw right now, Rich? That's what I want to no. know. Yerba mate. It's yerba mate. Oh, it is. Okay, how about I throw this one? Like, everybody be the judge, right? Like, so Rich 
he create his own fade for his jeans and he would uh, go to the beach, wear the jeans, swim in it, and then roll around in the sun, rub the sun to exfoliate the jeans and then create his own fade. I don't know if that's a hipster <laughs> or <laughs> Rich sounds a teeny tiny bit gay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Mr. Butters in the lab <laughs> shouldn't have right. explained that. <laughs> I, whatever Bernice's parents might have said, this lesbian in the room approves of you, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Bernice is lucky. <laughs> Be fluid, man. It's all stage. good. <laughs> <laughs> all I can think about is that Chris Isaac video where they're all wearing jeans and rolling around in the, <laughs> in the, yeah, in the ocean together. Like that, exactly like that. <laughs> Do the jeans look good, Rich? Um, I kind of gave up on those. <laughs> After rolling around on the beach. Classic <laughs> hipster giving up. Yeah. Oh. So I was living in L.A. at the time, so I could walk to the beach. Wow. Wasn't a, I wasn't making a special trip for that. So did you meet Rich's family, Bernice? I did too. What was that like? Also, yeah, that's that's also funny too. So, um, <laughs> it's Rich's family um, are from like Charleston, South Carolina. Um, so before I went, uh, so because he's in the South, and even though his parents are very nice, um, a few things. Oh, this butters! Do you hear oh, butters? Oh, you're meowing. Hey, butters. <laughs> <laughs> So like uh, Rich's brother also lives in Seattle, so sometimes they will make fun of each other, uh, impersonating their mom, right? And then the mom will, uh, Valerie, and will say, "My boys, so special, so <laughs> handsome." <laughs> <laughs> so that's so very different from my mom for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then so when I met her, it's like that. <laughs> 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 Oh my boys, so special, Aww. so handsome. So she's very, very sweet. Um, and then like, so they're very nice too. Cause when going to South, my my comedian friends, oh, better to find some materials. <laughs> 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 I didn't find any, just because everybody was so nice to me. Yeah, um, southern charm. Southern charm. I was trying to do working on my southern accent. Um, it didn't work that well. <laughs> I just know like the. Bless your heart. I don't know. I cannot. <laughs> bless your heart. Bless your, bless your a heart. Sometimes <laughs> that's what they say when they're like, oh my God, Susie, bless her. Bless her heart. And then the first thing I arrived at um, Rich's mom's house, um, like, you know, she's cooking, like, start preparing for Christmas. Um, and then so there's just this. Uh, assembled of like really fancy set of like Japanese knife, right? Ooh. And then so there's like, of course, like white people gadgets, like kitchen gadgets. <laughs> 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 and then so then she asked me, do you have a lot of like, you know, uh, Japanese Chinese knives? And it's like, well, I'm a one knife girl. Um, just like I only use one knife for everything. Sure. But she misheard as one night girl. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like the first conversation I had with her. <laughs> hey, hey, Rich's mom, I'm a whore. <laughs> Good intro. What do you think? <laughs> Andy, is that what your parents thought about me when they met me the first time? Yeah, they definitely called you a whore. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure they, my parents like anybody I bring back. They're not very discerning. Oh. 
Oh, wow. No, but Alice is so likable. Like, yesterday I met her, and I immediately liked her, and I wanted her to be on the podcast. Yeah, no, yeah. She, Alex is really likable, and she makes friends everywhere we go, or at least attempts to make friends everywhere we go. <laughs> we just had an awkward, we just came from a sandwich shop where we had an awkward drawn out where Alex was trying to say goodbye to the people who were making our sandwiches, and they weren't acknowledging it, and she just kind of stood in the doorway with a hand raised. So that's kind of the, she's very likable. <laughs> Thank you. Manners. <laughs> I don't know if that's a custom here in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. yeah, manners and common courtesy? No, that's dead. There's <laughs> nobody, nobody does that anymore. Everyone's just looking at their phone. I thought that was a West Coast thing, yeah. but maybe it's just the top two states. I don't know. Oh. Oh. No, it's okay. We're rude as fuck down here. People, everybody looking at their phones, walking out of places, walking into each other. No one cares. <laughs> it's fine. Everyone's just... Oh, Rich, I want to bring up this uh, special experience you had. Um, so the, the, the very first day, not the first night, right? Because the, the first night we arrived and then so the first day, um, well, uh, Rich ended up in a private Chinese medicine hospital. Oh, my God. Mm. Uh, he's fine. Yeah. He's, he has nothing wrong. But uh, do you want to tell it or do you want me to tell it? Um, we can do it both together. Okay. You know, why not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know exactly why we ended up going to Chinese <laughs> medicine doctor, except that we thought it would be something fun to do, because um, we had gone to see a, a Chinese medicine doctor here in Seattle once who was kind of in the back of a, a dollar store, basically. In Vietnamese um, mar grocery market. Yeah, grocery market. <laughs> um, and I was just curious, I you know, want to see what he would say based on he doesn't do a lot besides kind of check your pulse and put his, his hand on your arm and then diagnoses you and after you tell him some things that are going on with you. So That's always how it works, though. Yeah. That's, that mm. is that is legit. <laughs> Especially when you go to the hospital for no reason. I don't know <laughs> what else you expect <laughs> him to do. What are you looking for exactly? I just thought it'd be fun. <laughs> well, so the, the, there is, okay, there's a little bit a reason because I think both of us have some um, – mild digestive um issue right so i in in america it's not worthwhile to go see a doctor what are they, they going to do you know endoscopy like that's mm. not necessary so but then for chinese medicine sometimes they have this like slow adjustment just like your uh what is a naturopathic doctor would do um so i figured it would be nice to to do that and we when we went in seattle in that Vietnamese market um the doctor just didn't much so i feel like okay let's just see the real deal um because ibs is not bs okay <laughs> <laughs> now you're in china <laughs> <laughs> but also like i had a back injury um at the time so like i figured um if we go see there maybe there's like um in in the in the hospital there are people who take take care of the back um, but down on the day, um, the specialist for the your your back is out, and then so it's by appointment only for um, the internal medicine. So my mom actually made appointment. Like I mentioned to my mom beforehand, and my mom just on the day of oh the specialist only works on Tuesday. You have to go today. So that's how we ended up going that day. Yeah. Yes. And then what happens? So and now we know <laughs> but this, this story is going to last. How much? This story is a slow story because we just, we're yes. just in the room. So what happens? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so understanding neither of us are really sick, we get there and 
her mom through her connections gets us to jump the line in front of all these people who are waiting outside. Who are sick. Who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably are sick. And they're not really happy because we're clearly not all that serious. Um, and in China, at least with the the med, you know the natural medicine doctor, there's a lot of people actually in the room when he's examining you. Yeah. So <clears throat> I sit down ahead of all these people who are like sick and like who is this guy and what's wrong with him. Bernice proceeds to tell him all about how I have diarrhea all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> um, every old, all the old lady were laughing, but also angry. Like just they're, they're just oh, look at this American guy have diarrhea all the time. <laughs> uh, but then also like to paint the picture and what happened is uh, uh, shit. I forgot what I was going to say. I had a thought. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so <coughs> he diagnoses me, which amounts to a lot of different herbs and roots and things that they then dehydrate into a tea that you have to drink twice a day, and it's the most bitter, horrible-tasting thing you can possibly imagine. And we, for the entire trip and even after we came back, we were drinking that every morning and evening before bed. Um, and I'm not exactly sure if it was. I did not get sick while I was over there, which so is amazing. But like, how's it your potentially diarrhea? was extremely effective. No diarrhea in China. That's okay. amazing. No. It worked. And no coronavirus. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just like I can't believe I just it, it worked. It made no diarrhea in China. And you could be eating, <laughs> but you could be eating anything while you're there. I mean, yeah. when things are spicy and and I I get sick almost every place that I go, not necessarily diarrhea, but. When I travel, I almost always get sick in one way or another. In China, I was flawless. Where are these magic drugs, and why aren't you? Did you ca can you bring them back? Are they banned in the U.S.? What were these magic drugs? I think you can. Like I actually, when the doctor when we left, and then uh, the doctor said, "Okay, just remember the prescription, and then if you want more, your mom can just like order more." So yeah. <laughs> Anyone have a diarrhea problem? Yeah, I'm going to yeah. save your number in my phone as Bernice, the girl with the diarrhea tea connection. Or <laughs> I think another money-making idea. There we go. Yeah, oh, another yeah. one. It goes hand-in-hand hand with the first one, too, because I'm assuming you'll need the diarrhea medication. Yeah, the placebo. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. yeah. No, no, I just, excuse me, I just have to represent the Dutch government here. Fable does not make you sick. Yeah. No, if it does anything, it would stop you up. It it's, oh. it's like oh. meat paste. Oh. It's so like it's like bechamel with meat in it and deep fried. The good news is the one I got because I have the constipation <gasps> problem. Uh -huh. so oh. You guys Sorry. are a perfect couple. I love that. <laughs> it comes together. So the my medicine, the, the one I got is for the constipation problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the funny thing is like we have to be the the, the box all look the same and then we have to Definitely separate them because if we took the wrong thing, it would be terrible. <laughs> so you were going all the time in China. Rich wasn't going at all, and you were just going nonstop. I'm very happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, and now I actually remembered because the when when my mom was able to jump the line, like obviously everybody else was very angry. So my mom said, "Oh, this is my son-in-law from America. He's like famous. He's like a little movie star there." <laughs> and I was gonna ask what. Things about Rich um, maybe worked well with your family. Were they impressed by? I mean, I think we already heard his feelings, so don't say what things didn't work. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but like, 
didn't maybe he can use chopsticks well i feel like you mentioned that or that oh my god everybody was so impressed like my entire family every single person they met they was oh do you want a fork do you want a fork and then, then the moment he pulled out the chopstick he used it better than anyone in my family <laughs> 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 right rich do you remember like how they reacted yeah. <laughs> i it, yeah i'm better than most chinese people that i've met how are you better at chopsticks? I mean, if you get the stuff, if you get the stuff in your mouth, aren't you good at it? I'm paint this picture for me. Why is Rich better? That's the thing that I'm not sure about. So that's kind of my elegance, generally elegance. Oh, back to my earlier statement. Very elegant chopstick user. Okay, that should be his Chinese name. Elegant chopstick. Elegant chopstick. That's where the gentle dagger comment came. Yeah. Gentle dagger, elegant chopstick, very similar. Yeah, I told them about the gentle dagger. Rodel. What is what is elegant chopstick in 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 Chinese in Mandarin? Wow. Yeah, quite. Actually, that's not bad. But it sounds like a girl's <laughs> name. Oh, it sounds like a girl's name. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like you sound a little gay. That could be like. <laughs> I don't know how we went this direction. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so chopsticks. Uh, and then the reason why we all suck, right, is like your point. Like, as long as we can pick things up, like, who cares? Right. <laughs> and who cares? And then like we're in a rush too, because like when you're a kid and your mom's like. Eat, eat, now, finish. Like, there's no time for us to really learn. <laughs> and our ha- <laughs> our hands are really small, too, so it's very uncomfortable to pick those big chopsticks. Uh, so we just all each figure out a way trying to hold it like a pencil. Um, but I don't hold it the proper way. So there is the proper elegant way. Um, that So when I hold it, um, I will create, like, two big bruises, like, <laughs> big dent in my hand. Yeah, it really hurts. Um, so that's why, actually, I don't use chopsticks. Whenever I get a chance. Uh. That's why you're so thin. It hurts to eat. (laughs) 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 I can't can't do it anymore. I was way skinnier back then in China because, like, literally, like, it takes a lot of work to eat. You have to burn more calories eating than there are. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so how did you get so good at chopsticks, Rich? Um, Just following the instructions on the wrapper. (laughs) (laughs) I just have great manual dexterity. Oh, okay. oh, there's there's <laughs> another good Chinese name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we don't have those chopstick wrappers, right? Oh, really? Yeah, obviously. Like, right, yeah, right. yeah, we don't. Like, so I n- I only learned. Oh, there's ways you can learn, only in America. Of course, as a European, I feel that most Americans haven't quite mastered the knife and fork. So oh, you know, I feel they yeah. should come with wrappers here. Like, yeah. just hold them in different hands, people. You can do it. <laughs> oh, different hands. Okay. Yeah, tell us, tell us, like, if you have a chance to. <laughs> okay. Just get a wrapper. Just get, you know, cutlery in a wrapper and silverware, as it's called. Silverware in a wrapper, and it tells you how to use it. Another I went, idea. I went into... um. Uh, when I was in Madison, I went to this yoga studio. That's also a hipster statement, right? Anyway, I went into this ho- place where I did yoga in Madison, and I walk in, and there's a few of the instructors are chatting, and they're like, oh, great, you're here, because we're having this discussion about how to ho- what silverware to hold in what hand. And I'm like, 
You can stand on your head for 15 minutes. You can put a fork to your mouth with your left hand. You know, it should not be complicated. But that's not how it's done, right? Now, yeah, Alexandra is severely disagreeing with me here. I don't think it would go well at all. Etiquette is dead. Like More yoga. More chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here we know. here we are on Meet the Parents. We have about seven mm. minutes left here on this podcast on the sixth day of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Just to tell people who are here. We have on the phone Rich out of Seattle. We have Bernice Ye, uh out of Seattle. Andy Clark. Girlfriend Alexandra, don't know a last name. Maybe it's best to keep you <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Lalita D and Rolf Scar here talking about meeting the parents. Just giving people a recap of what's going on if they were confused or tuning in. Oh, that's <laughs> right. So what are you guys talking about? a show about, about cutlery. It's actually oh, about, about cutlery. Cutlery. Yes. <laughs> rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, seven minutes. Yes, yeah, seven minutes. There you go. Uh, the M- fact more that questions. yeah, the fact that you mentioned about adequate, um, that also etiquette. I always say the wrong is etiquette, right? The word. Etiquette. Yeah, etiquette. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the Chinese banquet etiquette, um, oh. which uh, is pretty like to me is very very overwhelming, um, and I I think that is the number one test for like a Chinese boy, well not Chinese, like American boyfriend coming in. Um, well, I will give a, a quick of my experience growing up. It's like at any time at Chinese New Year, we'll have this big round table and I have like 20, 30 dishes and they all look delicious. But na- you don't have time to eat because every single like 30 seconds, you're supposed to raise a glass and cheer to somebody <laughs> and you haven't cheered before and you have to wish them all the good things that you don't really mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Rich, wha- what's what's the Chinese banquet like to you? Um, it was. I'm glad we didn't have that much to drink because <laughs> <laughs> we would have been pretty drunk by the end because every, every five minutes, yeah, the, the thing is spinning around like a lazy Susan table and you're trying to grab some food and then someone's like standing up and toasting to you and they're like, hi, Tao! And <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's me. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it was fun because you're, you know, accepting all this, you know, warmth and hospitality from everyone, but uh, yeah, you don't get to eat as much as you'd like. What happens to the food? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it just it just keeps going around and around in a circle, and you're trying. You're like, I just want a shiitake mushroom. Stop cheersing me. Still for breakfast. Yeah, well, was that a question? I mean, I think that you got better in the end. Like he kind of know how grab a quick bite and then okay, and then just sometimes I would <laughs> initiate uh, a toast when I'm like, okay, I just finished the bite, right? So nobody caught me in the middle of a bite. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and that will last another five minutes. So like I kind of space it where like if I felt, okay, this this is a dish that I want to eat, grab it now. And I'll, right after, I will just do a toast so then I have time to chew and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, um, but then like it's a one of the things my my uncles they all drink very like they drink so much um, at a Chinese banquet before they were all like the goal is like 
whoever goes down and throw up, and then <laughs> and you're the last one standing. Back then, yeah. Wait, so the goal is to be the last one standing, or the one to throw up first. Oh, uh, uh, the last one standing, oh, okay. and you want to get other people to throw up and then fall uh-huh. down. Like <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then so all of them have at some point had some surgery on their liver. <laughs> <laughs> it's to that level. Um, but then now because the Chinese government um is so um strict about like drinking and drive. Uh, drunk oh. driving, like you could go to prison with just one drop right of alcohol. Whoa, draconian law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, like all these people, they are like my uncles. Like they're so scared. Um, they drive, so they don't drink alcohol at all, pretty much. Um, oh. so like the, the the situation has they they use juice to to coast. <laughs> are they still trying to get people to throw up from too much juice? Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. If they're gonna do that, you got to do it with milk. You can't drink. You can't <laughs> yeah. drink a whole gallon of milk. Yeah. So if you just idea. keep taking shots of milk and you get to that point, you will barf. Uh-huh. Your body can't take it. <laughs> uh, we have like three minutes yeah. left. Any horror stories that anybody has about meeting the parents? Any like just you really botched that one. It was a big bomb I on the. Uh, I lost my virginity and so did she at the same time that we thought the parents were home and then they came over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thought they were home? No, I came over as soon as she said they were gone supposed to be and bad i don't know if you you know when you have sex with someone for the first time it's always a little bit of a mystery but you're both having sex for the first time even up in your thing and then you hear the door open ah! <laughs> <laughs> so did you count that as your first time or was that it was only like point I mean, it five it definitely counted it just didn't <laughs> it, didn't it definitely didn't follow counted. through <laughs> i was in the bathroom Right, and they think you're both just a bunch of slut bags when really it was your first, just you're new at it. That's sweet. They didn't know what they didn't know. Oh, so you didn't meet the parents. I did. You did. I had to like wait for the moment where I could jump back into the bedroom and get my actual clothes and go back on and go shake hands. Okay, we're gonna go to the park now with my minivan. They didn't see it you just heard the heard the door open yes i panicked i ran into the bathroom and just closed the door i wonder if they knew you should call them we met at church oh met at church that's even better you were doing it in the bathroom at church not at church that's where we hooked up first arranged this whole situation hooking up at church nice any other parental horror stories the first time I met my ex-husband's parents, I was, I had no, well, I had no bra on, and I was wearing like a T-shirt, and I walked across, and they walked in, and he's like, "Hi," and he's like, "This is my girlfriend." I was like, "Whoa," and I didn't know that was a big deal because turns out they're robe people. So that year for Christmas, they oh. bought me a robe <laughs> because, <laughs> like, I, I had been, I was at their house one night spending the night in a different room because they were very prude and they wouldn't let me sleep with my boyfriend in the same room, and I came downstairs for breakfast because they made waffles. <laughs> and I was wearing just, like, a T-shirt with no bra and, like, boxer shorts, which I thought, like, I put boxer shorts on. And my family <laughs> was like, that's hey a girl, lot of clothes, yeah, right? That's a lot yeah. of clothes. Yeah. And they were like, don't you want to put on a robe? And I was like, no, I'm cool. And they were like, are you sure you don't want to put on a robe? And I was like, oh. And then for Christmas that year, they got me a robe. And I was like, <laughs> this is not an ironic that. gift. <laughs> I still have the robe, and this is, like, 25 years later. So. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Anyways, that was I was a meet the parents story. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Uh, last last minute sign offs, everybody. 
say say bye to bye, bye to Rich. All right, let's Goodbye. say bye. Bye, Rich. Bye, y'all. Congratulations! I hope you have a wonderful wedding, and I'm super excited for you and Aww. and your future Aww. and yeah. kiss Thank Ms. You so much. kiss butters Thank on the you. face. Don't give up on the jeans, Rich. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was rich. Bye, 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 Rich. Bye, bye. Oh, thank you right. so much. This is so fun. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Hi. We can do a quick sign out too. Yeah. Okay. Bye from Lali to D. I'm performing tonight at Mutiny Radio at six. Uh, no, Ooh. seven tonight and six o'clock tomorrow. Yes. Ooh. Scar saying goodbye to all his parents out there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Andy Clark saying goodbye with Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Bernicia saying goodbye. I want to meet your parent. <laughs> <laughs> It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? 
Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Carmenic Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a
What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Listen to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. You can watch if you want to. You can slap Spiegelman's behind. L W A F L M N O Y T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny. It's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny. It's it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny. Oh, my turn offs are guys who say mutiny. Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Hey! Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. L-W-A-F-L-N-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Good to hear your voice. Good to be on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. It's great to be on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. It's probably the best time to be L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, personally. Mm-hmm. The weather's great. You know, I I check the paper and it says, you plan to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T? Today would be the day. Yeah, yeah. The weather, yeah, it is really true. It's so true. So we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegel and Carl. Carl, what is the movie? Today we're watching The Prisoner of Zenda. The thing is, we don't want to get the channel that gives you ads. So audience at home, you have to put in The Prisoner of Zenda, Zen, like Zen Buddhism, Z-E-A, The Prisoner of Z-E-N-D-A, 1979, Adventure. Now you got to put adventure at the end to get to the correct one. Because I do see there's a listing for the legend, the Prisoner of Zenda, 1979, and then the word YouTube in the title. So not that one. That guy. I'm (laughs) stay away from that guy. That's guy's bad news. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, 
We are LWAFLMOYT. You can find us on Twitter, LWAFLMOYT. You can find our great YouTube channel, LWAFLMOYT. We're on Facebook at Let's Watch Full Length Movie on YouTube. We stream first every Sunday at 2 p.m. on MutinyRadio.fm. We only have one product placement today, and that is please donate to the theater, uh, to the space at Venmo with at Mutiny Radio is our uh, uh, Venmo account. We are going to watch this movie, and uh, we also recommend, why don't you subscribe to our podcast, LWFLMOYT. Why do you think I've been saying LWFLMOYT? Because I just want to subscribe. God damn it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, very excited uh, to have in person, not oh, but proxy, wait, Mike, I must let robots. the audience yes, know. Sir. I must let the audience know. The channel we like is called Universal Galaxy Pictures, okay? It must be that oh, one. yes. So the Prisoner that of Zenda. very controversial. 19- the Prisoner of Zen, the 1979 Adventure, and then choose Universal Galaxy Pictures. Slide that buff. Uh, okay. stick. Hit pause. Yeah. Zero, zero, zero is where you want to be. Okay. Yeah, move that slider back. And I'm going to subscribe to Universal Galaxy Pictures. And Carl, I'll be honest with you, they have a really good lineup. I'm going to probably pick a movie from there again. So uh, we are going to do this countdown, not us. We're very excited to have here in the studio our very special guest. He is the countdown king, the maestro of the descending numerals, Mr. Sunday Afternoon, Carl's Man Crush. Great to have him here. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to Brumbaugh. Mm-hmm. One other thing, a final thing, Paul Brumbaugh. Hi, Paul. Hey, guys. How's it going, Mike? How's it going, Carl? When uh, right, I added a couple more things to your introduction. Did you notice? <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I liked it. Well, very cool. Absolutely. We are ready for you to kick off this countdown. All right. I'm really excited. It's a Peter Sellers movie. Love Peter Sellers. All right, guys. Here we go. You know the, you know the drill. Do it at home. Uh, wash your hands. Let's put your finger wash over your that little triangle. Let's keep it hovering, and let's do this thing in three Two, one, go. We are created by the music of Henry Mancini. Right off the bat. I want to hear the Universal theme song. I'm sorry. This is a Universal movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, giant letters are covering the earth. Da, 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 da. But covering the earth in this movie is a hot air balloon. By the way, we hope you're watching this movie with us at the same time as listening to this podcast. There's no there's no reason not to do the other thing. Eh? Peter Sellers and Peter Sellers get top billing. Right. Do you think uh Peter do you think Peter Sellers' ego was hurt when Peter Sellers got the top listing? <laughs> yeah, really. Be at Peter Sellers? And that yeah. is Peter Sellers in the balloon. Uh, he is playing the part of King Rudolph the Fourth. Ooh, I've never seen a Prisoner of Zenda movie. Oh, really? There are many of them. Good old yeah. I know this there. one. But this one is the only yeah, his, one that's uh... comedy. Well, by this point, I mean, this movie came out in 1979, 1980. I don't think people were like, oh, I hope they remake Prisoner of Zenda. Yeah. That was 1932's greatest film. You see how it's that 1970s style of writing the text, the font, 
It's like the um, yeah the paper chase or <laughs> what was that magazine? Oh, uh, Playboy in the seventies. <laughs> High five. Hustler. Uh, oh, uh, the, is it the New Yorker? Uh, yes. the, the Saturday the Evening Post, I think. It had that font. It oh, yes. It was 70s. Yeah, like, like Collier's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. But it's a pretty view. It's a nice castle. Now, it's his 90th birthday, and he wants to see all of his ca- kingdom from a hot air balloon. And so that's what we're up to. And that is Peter Sellers. Yes. He was probably such a prick. They were like, just go in a balloon for the rest of this movie. Actually, there's all uh, sorts Paul of Mid- stories about what a prick he was on set, especially fighting with his wife. Yeah, because Paul mentioned it's Elkie Summers, right? Mm-hmm. They were still married. She Did you ever was see the official HBO... um, widow, the last wife. Oh, right, because he had another wife, too. He And then cheated with uh, Elkie. Mm-hmm. With, on, uh, I know this. I saw the HBO made for HBO movie The Life and Death of Peter Sellers with Jeffrey Rush. Great film. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a little inside baseball, but he is a prick. I mean, he's an interesting guy in that respect. Yes. Down he goes. So he was popping a uh, champagne cork to celebrate, and yeah, yeah, he popped a hole in his balloon. Classic. Hey, did we ever do this movie? Because I do remember the beginning of this film. Maybe you saw it. I saw it when I was a kid. I remember as a kid, it was like, why would he be dressed as Ming the Merciless in 1979? It just did not make any sense. Like, it's such an anachronism. Because he made Being There in 1980. That was like, probably, and this movie came out actually posthumously, right? Wasn't yeah, he dead this when this came, came out? This was made, started, they started to make it like it was announced in 76. They didn't get there till 79. It came out just before being there. Now, this is okay. pretty yeah, funny. So, so it was out before he died. Yes, it was made before yeah. he died, yes. <laughs> but I meant even released because wasn't being there yeah. released after he died? I think yes, right, Mike? I, you know, I know he passed away, like, either before the, the, it was released or, like, shortly thereafter. But because he did promotion. I, I've seen uh, the Criterion collection of uh, being there has TV footage of him being interviewed. And it's really interesting. Now so this I think is he might have died shortly thereafter. Okay, so you saw that the balloon broke and he fell into the well, right? And his son makes right. the joke, "My father was not a well man," and they all go, "Oh, ho, 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 ho. yeah, that joke is well trodden." You're right. So, did you hear about the three holes in the ground? No. Well, 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 well. <laughs> Okay, so oh. this is the son of the king, but it is not the son who will become the king. Okay, the son who will become the king is um, Rudolph V, and he's a bit of a ne'er to do well. Okay, he likes to gamble, he doesn't care about affairs of state, he's a cad, he has a funny lisp, and. Oh, so, so he's. 
He's a never-do-well. Yes. And he is not um, appropriate to be heir to the throne, in his brother's opinion. So his brother has now sent this guy off to kill him. Interesting. What a prick. So he's pretending to be a cabbie and waiting for the king. Now, I'll have to play some audio <laughs> because his lisp is a, like a big comedic point of this film. Okay. Okay. It lists the movie. Here he is at the roulette table. By the way, his uh, accent is just in the top ten movie list. What's that? If you ever check the records, his his dialect is cadence hit as considered one of the top ten movie made the top ten movie list. It's well done. He Peter Sellers well acts this whole film, and the key, the King of Spain had a lisp, and that's how that accent came about in Spain. The one where where s's are like a lisp. It was an affect that oh, everyone wow. adopted. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Good job, sweet uh, King of Spain. Now, did you hear his lisp, King Rudolf? Yeah. He loves playing other nationalities and ethnic groups. Yeah, and that was part of the theme yeah. of being there was that the guy would just. <laughs> 